For the love of all that's holy, it's Babe! It's finally here! I'm Sean Doyle, and I am so excited to be doing my very first podcast today. You are going to hear all about it, honey, so stay tuned. Hey, hi, I'm Sean Doyle, and this is Babe, Babe! Exclamation point. We're going to talk about why it's called Babe at another time. I'm, I'm hooking you in, even in my first word sentence. I'm sure you want to know why. I'm going to tell you more about myself and the podcast later as well. <laughs> so what are you going to talk about now, Sean Doyle? Well, I wanted to talk about the fact that I am wearing a neck brace right now that I can't take off. Uh, I have to sleep in it. I have to shower in a larger, uglier, plastic, waterproof neck brace. Um, so I can't turn my head. Left, right, up, down, no turning of my head. Why, you ask yourself. So I'm going to pretend this podcast is going out to a million people. There's somebody in Boise right now listening in and thinking, God, what's going on with Sean Doyle, a nobody from Buffalo, New York? But um, honestly, it's probably my friend's listening right now. So I'm just going to hit you with the big guns right away. I had surgery on my neck. More specifically, my cervical spine needed to be fused. I had to have two discs removed from my, my what would you call it? My vertebrae. Are they all part of the same thing? Uh, and then my uh, vertebrae were the discs are gone, and the vertebrae are fused together with titanium plates and six screws. Whoa, this is crazy talk, because guess what? I, I had no idea I needed this surgery um, at all. I showed no signs or symptoms, uh, no numbness in my arms or legs, no, no fine motor problems. Uh, it was discovered by accident, by chance, total needle in a haystack. Uh, had I not had the surgery, and allow me to be a little bit dramatic because that's just who I am, I could have become paralyzed, uh, mobility impaired. Uh, was pretty bad, actually. If I could show you my MRI, now I feel like I need my own TV show to, to be the guy that shows you x-rays and MRIs of himself. That's a certain kind of person, you know. Uh, but if I could show you, you would see a, a, a little pinched spinal cord uh, up in my neck and um, sw advanced swelling. So I'll, I'll briefly tell you how I got here um, if you don't already know the story. If you do know the story, join me again. Don't you love that my theme music is like super fun, fun rat-a-tat-tat, uh, like old-timey, and then now I'm talking about possible paralysis? I, I, I really I choose well. I went from being a relatively healthy 46-year-old man who could walk about town freely and, and in no pain to someone who quite literally was crawling through my house because it was less painful to crawl on my elbow, to slither down the hallway of my home than to walk. I, it was like something out of the ring. Um, something out of a Japanese horror film coming down with my hair hanging in my face. And my husband was like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Is this bad? I'm like, well, it's not good. Uh, the, the pain was like white hot. My lower back and uh, left leg to the point where I couldn't walk 
10 paces I couldn't stand. And this is something pretty common that I Googled that called sciatica, where your sciatic nerve is being pinched by like a bulging or herniated disc in your lower back. So this is what it was. I had chiropractic treatments. I had a massage, which was like a living hell to get. When she got down to my leg, I... I, I don't know what I did. I think I said, I, I think I said fuck out loud in, in a quiet, zen-like environment. Um, I had shots of, of something in, in, directly into my ass. Um, I don't even know what it was. I was indiscriminate at the time. Just give me something to relieve this pain. And the pain went on for weeks. Um, we had to take a trip uh, to Chicago. Uh, I, I say we had to, like we were being forced by like, by the authorities to take a trip to Chicago to see pink, but I didn't want to cancel. So I spent much of it in a wheelchair. And I'll tell you, when you're in a wheelchair at the airport or at an arena, other people in wheelchairs tend to look at you knowingly like you too, huh? Or, you know, you're one of us now. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, Eric was pushing me around in a wheelchair at the arena when we saw Pink, and I was—I sat like I was in church the whole time. I couldn't stand. And then there was getting out of there where I, I fell to my knees and, and prayed to Jesus to, to take me. Just take me now, Lord. Uh, but we made it home, and I made it to a neurologist. And neurologists are super smart. And she pretty much called it and said, I think it's your sciatic nerve being pinched by, let's do an MRI. So the MRI showed, aha, a bulging disc. So she, neurologists do like a head to toe. You've probably been through this before where they like say, follow your finger, my finger with your eyes. And they tap you with the little hammer and your leg jumps. And she, she did a whole like squeeze here, push here, pull there. And um, when she got to my reflexes, she noticed that I was jumpy. She's like, man, you've got some jumpy reflexes. And I didn't realize that I because I don't get my reflexes checked often. Uh, and she said, that's a sign of something. She said, it's a sign of something in your cervical spine, which by the way, I was not there to address. I was not there to discuss my cervical spine. I was there because my leg and I couldn't walk and I was a, a, a crumbling mess of a, of a human. So she said, I'm going to do another MRI uh, and see if there's something going on up there. Just to rule it out, it's probably nothing. So I didn't even really think about it. I just thought, yeah, I'm jumpy. I'm at like a level 10 on the pain scale. And it, this had gone on for weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks with very little relief. Um, and so I went for the MRI in, in almost a giddy fashion, like, ha ha, I'm blowing off this MRI because this isn't where the pain is at all. I have no signs or symptoms, no numbness in my fingers. I can button my buttons and I can zip zippers and I can write uh, and feed myself and, you know, move my feet and move my toes. So I laughed it off. So MRI at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, the neurological clinic calling at 1230. You, you need to get here immediately. We need to review your MRI. Why? I said, because we need to review the results of your MRI. Why? Is it, am I in jeopardy? And they said, no, you just need to get here and we need to review. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. So they wouldn't tell me over the phone. Um, I was so nervous going there to find out what was wrong with my cervical spine that the, the only time I was this nervous was meeting my son's birth mother for the first time where I could almost just pass out. You could blow on me and I would pass out immediately. So I was waiting there and the neurologist came in and said, I think a picture says a thousand words and um, 
showed me uh, the MRI, and lo and behold, my spinal cord in my neck was being pinched, and, and, and there was advanced swelling, I was told. So I'm like, well, what does it mean? And she said, well, we're going to have to remove the disc. Uh, I said, well, how does, you know, how? Not, you know, surgery, you asshole, of course. I mean, what, what was I even asking her? But I couldn't believe it was me. I'm healthy, and this isn't my problem. I, it's my, what about my leg, <laughs> my back? Uh, she said, your back and leg are, no offense to them, but who cares? It's pinching your sciatic nerve. You're going to be fine. It's going to hurt for a while, and then it's going to go away. But this is, this is compressing your spinal cord. So your spinal cord apparently controls everything that goes on below the point of injury. So being able to use my arms and legs was put in jeopardy. Um, and I had to have the surgery the next available, she said. Okay, so earlier that day, I was I was laughing in a giddy fashion about having this MRI that had nothing to do with the pain, the 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 mind-bending pain I had been in for the last, let's say, eight weeks. And then um, before you know it, I've got I've to have surgery. So I remember saying to her, my mom's going to cry like it was her fault. You're going to make my mother cry for telling me this about my spine. But my mother did not cry. Uh, it was I who cried because I realized that had they not found this, um, eventually, and especially if I had been injured, if I had fallen or been rear-ended in an accident, that I could have lost uh, mobility. Many have said you are being overdramatic. You would you would notice that you couldn't, you know, button your buttons. You couldn't write. You couldn't hold a spoon, and you'd go into the clinic. But I think at that point, you don't get that stuff back. Like your spinal cord is, it doesn't fuck around your spinal cord. It means business. So. In a very short period of time, I was scheduled for surgery, and um, the neurosurgeon, who was adorable and and wise and young, and even had a little scruff. I, not to say I was looking, but he was he was he was kind of hot. Uh, he said that the disc above my um, the disc that was in question also looked like it was bad, so he was going to remove two discs, which would require them to do um, some sort of fusion. And I was like, "What? what is going on with my, my discs? I have bad discs. And uh, it could be genetic. Uh, and one of the neurosurgeons uh, there said to me, do you, did you ever smoke? And I said, yeah, like a champ. I, I smoked, started smoking when I was 14, and I didn't stop till I was 35. And I, I smoked like it was my job. Betty Davis had nothing on me. She said, smoking really has an effect on your spinal cord and on your, um, your discs and the, and the quality of your discs. And people, people don't talk about it much, she said. I'm like, well, there you go. I fucked myself up by smoking for 21 years. Nice move. I... I started to think about the reality of this, and I don't know about you, but I'm going to quote Christy Metz, who plays Kate on This Is Us. I saw her on a talk show, and she said, I don't think of things that have happened to me. I think of things that have happened for me. And I really found that helpful when I merely had back pain, (laughs) crippling back pain. Have I made that perfectly clear? But I thought, well, this is happening for me. It's 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 happening so that I pay attention and and are more and more mindful of the fact that yeah, I used to be able to walk really far 
like all through Target for an hour and really enjoy myself. And now I can't walk at all. Uh, I used to be able to stand for 30 minutes, an hour, two hours doing presentations. And now I can't stand for 15 seconds without falling to the ground, screaming in agony for the Lord to take me. Uh, It's happening for me to uh, remind me that I need to be better to myself uh, because I have a son and we have to raise him, and I need to be able-bodied. So that's that's what this quote meant to me. You know, this has happened for me, this this back stuff. But then you find out you have to have surgery Thursday. Like, what, what this Thursday? Uh, yeah, this Thursday, surgery, where they're going to pull a disc out of your neck. The front! Wasn't the back an option? But anyway, and it's funny because... Um, the doctor said, you're not going to really even notice the scar. I'm just going to put it in one of those folds in your neck. <laughs> it reminds me of the Golden Girls where she says, don't you realize that the pearls accentuate those turkey-like folds in her neck? Um, yeah, folds. There they are. 46. Looking good. And now I've got a neck brace on it on top of my folds. But um, I feel like this ha- back pain happened so that I would see a neurologist. Why would I go to a neurologist, right? Uh, unless I had some advanced symptoms of my cervical spine um, injury. But I feel like the back pain happened on purpose so that I would go to a neurologist who would be keen and notice that I have jumpy reflexes, which is a sign of cervical spine injury, which I had. And then I had to have surgery. So... I think that I'm the luckiest guy around. I'm so lucky that I had this back pain to signal that um, I needed this surgery. I look at my son, and he's the most important thing. I, I look at him, and I right now I can't hold him or um, bounce him on my knee or put him up over my head or fly around the house. Uh, and I it makes me sad. I, I really I, I long for the ability to be able to just squeeze him and and hug him and and give him a million kisses. But it's only temporary. And I think about what if I had my whole life unable to raise this kid and not be able to hold him again. I'll tell you, the night before the surgery, uh, I couldn't even look at him. I was crying so hard. Just I, I couldn't. Every sound he made, every word he said was like tearing me up. And uh you know, it's it's a reality check, again, to pay attention, to pay attention to the fact that you can embrace your child. You you can, can um, be sitting next to a person that loves you, that you can um, have your faculties about you. Um, Oprah once said, and I think, I feel like Maya Angelou may have said it to, to Oprah, but you wake up clothed in your right mind. God knows I've woken up not clothed in my right mind before, and I know how that feels. So, you know, don't take that for granted either. I just think that, but paying attention and being mindful of all these amazing things that we can do and that happen for us, not to us, uh, is really important. So I have chosen this as my first podcast. I have bad discs. You're talking to a man in a neck brace with bad discs, but with a cheerful attitude and a positive outlook on life. Just consider me the Mary Tyler Moore of cervical spine fusion. All right, that's enough for now. We will talk later. Cue the cheerful music. Pretend we weren't talking about life-threatening injury. Bye-bye.